Welcome to Rejoicing Heart Ministries. We hope everyone is having a great day. This is Robin Donna Litwin here to encourage you with the Word of God. Today we have a teaching about parents teaching their children about Jesus. Our reading is from Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 5 through 7. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words, which I command thee this day, shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them while thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Today's teaching is called, Teach Your Children. Today's reading is from Deuteronomy, which was written by Moses to the people of Israel. He was explaining the Old Testament law and the commandments to the people. Just for clarity, the Ten Commandments that were given to Moses did not include all the laws that were given to be followed by the people. There was a total of 613 laws given to the people of Israel to follow, but usually you only hear about the Ten Commandments. In this reading, Moses was telling the people to love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. Jesus was quoted by Matthew and Mark referring to this verse. Luke chapter 10 verse 27 quotes this verse but says it a bit differently, which makes this command even stronger. And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. Jesus called this the greatest commandment and loving your neighbor as yourself was referred to by Jesus as the second commandment. Jesus called it the greatest commandment because this commandment encompassed all the Old Testament laws in it. If you love the Lord God with all of you and your neighbor as yourself, you can never intentionally sin against anyone. This is what you are commanded to do by Jesus. Then Moses continued on, writing that the people should put this into their hearts and teach them diligently unto thy children, and shall talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Moses was telling you that it's your responsibility to teach your children about Jesus and about living a godly life through the Word of God. Moses even went on to say in verses 8 and 9 that you should bind them upon your hand as a sign and put them in front of your eyes continuously, along with putting them on the posts of your land and your gates to make them visible to you always. It is very important for everyone to learn the Word of God, but it is even more important that you teach your children and grandchildren the Word of God, because there is a good chance through the generations of passing down the Word that it will become less deep-rooted in the family. To see how real this is, all you have to do is look at Old Testament history in the Bible about how each generation followed God and the next generation turned away from God. This means that children of godly men and women turned away from God even when they saw the blessings of God on their fathers. Knowing this, you need to teach your children about God so it never declines in your family. This is written in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The responsibility of teaching your children mainly falls on the fathers in the family to commit their efforts to teaching their children. But in the absence of the father, this responsibility falls back onto the mother or anyone else that becomes the parental figure for the child. The father should do this in total harmony with the mother. The man is the head of the house, just like Jesus is the head of the church as written in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. Other scriptures say that the husband has authority over his own wife, as long as it lines up with the word of God. 
This is shown in the first letter of Peter, chapter 3, verse 1. Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that, if any obey not the word, they also may, without the word, be won by the conversation of the wives. This verse also says that if the husband is not obeying the word, the wife should be an example of the word to bring her husband to understanding of the word through her actions. Knowing all this information clearly puts this responsibility on the fathers to teach their children about God. This must be done with love so you do not push your kids away from God. A poor representation of God will cause a child confusion and alienate them from God. Jesus told us how bad this is in the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 18, verse 6. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. The Apostle Paul also wrote about this in two of his letters. First, in his letter to the Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, he wrote, Ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And in his letter to the Colossians, chapter 3, verse 21, he wrote, Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. The Apostle Paul was telling you, as a father, do not provoke your children for any reason, because it can cause them to be angry and or discouraged. The Apostle Paul clearly instructed that you, meaning all fathers, should bring their children up with admonition and nurture of the Lord. Admonition means that you should correct the wrongs of your children according to God's word, and nurture their growth with the love of our Lord Jesus. And we know this love of Jesus, because the first letter of John, chapter 4, verse 8, tells us that God is love. Now, if you're a father and desire to do this for yourself, but don't know where to start, start by taking your children to a word-based church that teaches the true word of God. Remember this, everything always starts with the word of God, the Holy Bible, and by asking Jesus for wisdom and help to teach your children the right way. Going to church and reading the Word will help you grow your understanding of it to build you a foundation that enables you to teach it and pass it down to your children and grandchildren. Always remember the importance of teaching your children the Word of God, which is written in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. If a child is trained in the way he should go, which means the word of God, it will get into their heart and never leave. That's why it says they will not depart from it, because it becomes part of them. In closing, Isaiah chapter 54 verse 13 expands the significance of what happens when you teach your children the word of God. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 13 says, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. Father, thank you for our children. Help us teach them about you so they never depart from knowing you. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Thank you for listening to Rejoicing Heart today. If this teaching has blessed you, please consider becoming a monthly partner to help us increase the ways we are proclaiming the Word of God. This is easy to do. Just visit our website at rejoicingheart.net. We thank you for your support. We leave you with more encouragement from the Apostle Paul from Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice.